Greetings, building science enthusiasts, and welcome back to the Building Science Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Bowtex Systems, a Texas-based manufacturer of a high-performance insulated concrete wall system. Here on the Building Science Podcast, we stress the importance of the building enclosure to the overall comfort, health, safety, durability, and efficiency of our buildings. And you've also heard us say that the enclosure needs to do the heavy lifting. In fact, the enclosure may be the most important first decision you make on your next construction project. We believe that some of the best solutions for a high-performance building enclosure are monolithic mass wall assemblies, like the Bowtex wall system. Bowtex walls include structure, enclosure, and insulation all in one assembly and is installed by a single trade, Manufactured locally here in Central Texas, fast to construct, and labor-friendly, Bowtex walls deliver competitive first costs and provide a lifetime of savings on energy and maintenance costs. Better buildings start with better walls. To learn more about how to design and build better buildings using Bowtex, go to bowtechsystems.com backslash building science. That's how they'll know that we sent you. That's B-A-U-T-E-X systems.com slash building science. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Building Science Podcast. Welcome to the Building Science Podcast. Bringing the human factor to construction, design, and architecture. Brought to you by Positive Energy in Austin, Texas. Hey there, listeners. This episode was recorded live at this year's Texas Society of Architects Convention and Expo. There's some background noise. It's not the quiet studio setting that you're so used to hearing us record in with the dogs barking and birds chirping and whatnot. This is a little more rowdy. Okay, hello and welcome back to the Building Science Podcast. We are doing another session live from TXA. I have the great good fortune to have met two architects here that I've been wanting to talk with for a long time on this podcast, seriously, uh, because of what they do. We'll get into that in a minute, but I'd like to introduce Michael and Kristen Padovic with PSW Architecture. And Michael, could you introduce your role with PSW, or you could say hello and introduce yourself? Sure, hi. Um, (laughs) Yep, Michael Padovic. I am the uh, Director of Architecture with PSW. Uh, We're a real estate company uh, concentrating on infill development in uh, Austin, Dallas, San Antonio, and Seattle. And as Director of Architecture, all those cities are your venue? We oversee the majority of the projects. Purview? Yeah. We, we, uh, there's a few projects that we do have to outsource, just kind of local codes or design restrictions, but, um, but for, the, for the majority of them, we have them in-house. Awesome. And Kristen? Yes, I'm Kristen Padovic. Um, I'm the lead designer at PSW. So uh, Mike and I collaborate with our team of uh, 10 right now to design homes. Wow, a team of 10. Yeah, Yeah. we we design homes and multifamily and mixed-use projects all over right now. So we're very busy. And what an amazing coincidence. You have the same last name. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Wife and husband. Yes. Um, So the reason I've been wanting to talk about PSW on the podcast is because PSW has grown from a small developer back when I was doing code tests for you guys to big. I mean, I guess not big, to much bigger. Yeah. And uh, actually, how many um, units or what do you call them, dwellings a year are you doing? (laughs) I should probably know this. Uh, Uh, Roughly. But uh, I am... uh, Stumped on the number right now, but I would say we're we're hoping we hope to deliver between 200 and 400 units.
units a that's year. That's a lot. And that's in, in, across each market. And that, oh, that wait, includes, in each market? No, uh, that, that, that would be across a total, all right? Okay. Across all markets. And um, that would include single-family detached through apartments and um, condo and, and townhouse. Now, you know, when we came on board, it was just, you know, single-family detached, small, like, 10 to 30-unit projects. And, you know, on, so there's a learning curve there, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, and and now on the... On we always knew we wanted to focus on urban infill, so it's sort of a... We wanted to be able to provide every product that is in that zone without going outside of it or, or really into the downtown core. So we've been sort of training our team as to how to, you know, slowly bring on each type of project within that zone. Yeah. So. Wow, so you guys have been kind of helping the company move that direction. Well, that. Or, Mike's yeah, one no, of the I owners, would, so yeah. Yeah, I would, I would think, I would, I would. I Are you think, the P in PSW? No. <laughs> no, there is no, there's no P. No, that was there before us. So, but um, well, we joke sometimes that it should be. But no, um, I, I think, uh, and this, this might be, you know, kind of a, a little self confidence, but I, I like to think that um, we, uh, the abilities of the team, have allowed us to enter those other um, product types without too much concern. Um, it's been a pretty relatively seamless transition from single family into the multifamily uh, on, the, on the design side. So, and, and that just comes from you know, Chris and my background um, and then some of the other people we've been fortunate to bring on mm-hmm. have, are, are talented to learn it and or have the experience there um, to, to build it. Yeah. And, and because we're vertically integrated, we have you know construction in house and yeah. our civil engineering team in house, which wow. is so important because of the kind of sites we work on in urban infill. They're very complicated, and we need them working with us at all times to figure out the water strategy on this is going to be a real nightmare. It might be the driver of the project design. So yeah. having all that in house allows us to really collaborate, and yeah. work fluidly. That's it. that's so huge. So my interest in PSW actually came from. Well, I've known PSW for a long time, but I was, uh, the HBA was like on their education committee for quite a while here in Austin. And man, did the production builders and I not get along. Because (laughs) the things that I wanted to upgrade on thermal comfort and health, they like, we only want to hear about it because it's going to mess with our model and our profit and everything we're doing. Which was all sales driven. Right, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and and more, but we don't want to get too (laughs) poke people in the eye-ish. But PSW, like Andy Weber, I mean, even um, at a higher level, uh, Will Winkler, I mean, I've known him for a long, long time, has listened and has said, man, I want to figure out how to, how to move the industry forward, um, and not just from a brand strength perspective, although I know that's, that's logically and intelligently yeah. in it, but from a caring perspective. I yeah. care about what people, where they live. And, yeah. and so you guys have just done, you, you haven't brought us in-house, and I don't want us to be brought in-house, <laughs> but um, mechanical designs for residential spaces, like for single-family residential. There's a PE stamped mechanical design. That yeah. rarely happens. Yeah. Um, and you're doing, you're looking at VRF systems. You put in VRF systems recently. It's going and in on a project currently under under production. Yeah, That's fantastic. And, yeah. and started to look at it even on uh, multi-family, multi yeah, and also uh, a, a Dallas project that just uh, was released for pre-sales as well. Yeah, I mean, it's like social entrepreneurship in some ways, right? You you, you, you actually give back a little bit of money, yeah. or actually a lot of bit of money, to make a better product, to, to do good. And, it, well, and, you know, I sound like Forrest Gump a little when well, I say that, but it's true. What's it's interesting is the way we have to then 
kind of market it or discuss it. Market is you know probably the technical word, but just the discussions you have to have with you know internally with with people on the team, but but then with with people who are looking to buy and and um, and some of the benefits you know in addition to the cost savings and this and that, but. The way, the way it opens up some of the floor plans and the way it, it changes the way you can experience the space is yeah, something that um, I love the next this. level of, of discussion. Yeah. You know? So you're talking about the palette of colors because the air handlers have different form factors. That's one of the dimensions, yeah. right? Yeah, and, and uh, yeah. you know, just, just the, the, the size of the equipment changes everything. And as dense as our communities are, one of the, one of the most simple factors is just how quiet those outdoor units are. Just impact like you know you don't just have this crazy you know loud deal going on six feet between the homes you know buzzing and rattling yeah absolutely and you can wall mount it even and exactly 15 inches thick yeah yeah so so here's the pop quiz are you guys listening they haven't heard this question yet so the question we've been asking everyone (laughs) at this txa is that there are undoubtedly multiple dimensions of of beauty of quality of of performance that you as architects that you can um, you're perfecting your craft your craft evolves throughout your career and you focus on different things so you guys are working in a a fast-paced highly integrated environment within PSW what dimension of quality or dimension of beauty are you is on your mind these days as you're being architects that's a question, isn't it? Dimension of beauty. Um, let's and beauty maybe is not quite the right word, but quality or performance. You know, like, it's got to look good for the eyeballs. Yeah. But there's other dimensions yeah. that it, it should be good in, right? Energy or air quality. Uh, I mean, for me, I'm always thinking about the impact it has on the community and how people can use it. You know, we, I'm thinking about a lot of our projects on South First. Um, South First has already an energy it's that's... a downtown Austin neighborhood. Yeah, it's got a lot of energy that's really fun and dynamic. And we're going to be building what, three projects plus down on there um, that are going to be probably some of the biggest projects South First has seen yet. And how do we make that project feel of a scale that people can accept mm-hmm. and that'll feel good to the community? Mm-hmm. And also, how can it only enhance that energy that's already there? Yeah. And so that's that's a huge part of what we're thinking about every day is, you know, we don't want it to be a big, ugly eyesore that it's new. We want it to feel like it's always been there. And how does it relate to the neighbors? And, you know, we work with the neighborhood groups to, you know, you work and work and work with the neighborhood for years, groups. <laughs> for years on many projects because yeah. it really matters to us that it's a part of the neighborhood. It's not just, you know, we're not we're not going anywhere like some developers. We live in Austin. Our kids go to the school there. You yeah. know, we're everybody at our company um, is is sticking around, and yeah. we want to make sure our buildings do too. Yeah, so. Ross Wilson lives right exactly right, right around the corner from me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I live near the South First yeah. neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. So that's for me. Mike, you got anything else? Well, I just, I think, um, you know, there's, there's, uh, with, with, with as fast paced and, and as quick that everything has to be delivered, it, it, it's really important to just take, take a step back and make sure we're doing what's best for the site, what's best for the project, and that, that's on several different levels. I mean, um, there, there's something something great about these infill development projects because people want to live there and they like being around people and they like density and so they activate the community you know they don't they don't just go home through their you know garage into their house and the next time they leave is when they go to work next day 
they're out and seeing, yeah. seeing walkable. Friends. Yeah, they're they're. I mean, the, the canopy project um, in the south of our neighborhood also just like the way that that the community takes over like the corners of that project and they have you know Easter celebrations yeah it's beautiful trick-or-treating just within the community and it just um, it's that sort of like that sort of interaction and, mm-hmm. and involvement that you know kind of needs to needs to be through from from the beginning to the end of the project is we need to Thinking care about through, yeah, yeah. Sure. at that sort of level because you know these these aren't these aren't um, homes that we're just going to finish and then walk away, right? These are these are now they, the, the the people who buy there are part of the PSW family. We want to continue a relationship with them, and that's that's one of the reasons why you know we do um, you know apartments all the way through high end. You know not yet, but even potentially custom homes, so that somebody can be involved in our projects and somebody can live in one of our homes. For, you know when they're looking for their first apartment and saving up for their first house all the way through um, retirement. The forever home. Yeah. yeah. And and uh, and so and so like what you're talking about with kind of the, the quality of the space, not not only in terms of like livability or, or how you, you know, kind of sit and read a book or watch T V or whatever, but that you want to be comfort comfortable in that space and, mm-hmm. and know that you're comfortable in that space. Um, Breathe clean air in that yeah, space. Yeah, exactly. I think it's, it's really important. Yeah. I actually have one that... So I, I recognize um, that PSW is really facing head-on some of the core issues, challenges, you know, that's the friendly way to say it, like problems with the, the infrastructure that is in place right now currently delivering conditioned space to society. And some of those are uh, um, pretty intractable issues. And one of the things I noticed that you guys are doing is... You're strategically trying to think about, well, what do I need to bring in-house and what can I still subcontract? And um, as you do that, it seems to me that, because you're mentioning the civil engineer is in-house, communication and integration of expertise through the, not just the design process, but through the construction administration phase, post-occupancy. Are you guys involved in that as well? I mean, I, obviously on the design. How do you do that? Like, like do you use certain software tools or huh. is there someone at your company that's like what's the best construction management software yeah how does that work right now I think we're using every software out there so <laughs> sort of the joke is like we, we find something we think it's interesting we bring it in house and then find a way to to, to use it but um, break it. I don't know there's 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 a lot I mean it's it's difficult um, especially because some of the you know some of the mentality is still on that that 12-person company that we joined, you know, six years ago. Um, Has now, it been where we all did everything. Yeah, yeah. and and um, and you know, you still have a lot of people who were instrumental in, in starting the company and, and helping it grow that still want to get in, um, get their fingers in each little bit, um, and that's that's difficult because it's you know the next step is, is turning it over, and that's where some you know you know, software we've tried some of that stuff and but. But the beauty is bringing on people then who have experience in these larger, um, larger scale uh, software or, or systems, and um, you, you do find out that you, instead of, uh, well, to use Will's word, you know, he he uh, 
we, we've got a bunch of you know Swiss Army knives that we need to turn into scalpels. You know, you got to have everybody who you, you, you have to get a few more specialists in there. And, and so you, know, you need at a certain side, you need like a, a systems operations person who understands if we're going to bring in this this software and this software, how they integrate. There's a lot of customization there. And, and there's probably we over collaborate, you know, because we're constantly talking about. The, the story of the project and how it moves through and all the way to the end of it and, and the architects do a lot of that talking because we are the ones sort of formulating it and talking about it and making sure that even the people who are buying it know that story. Um, so, but we're collaborating with all the teams constantly. I mean, we, we talk to the sales team forever about, wow. you know, the product. I mean, they're involved right after we buy the, the property. The sales team is involved with helping us generate the story and understanding our vision for it, their vision for it, everyone's vision for it. So, with, we sort of bring everybody on the team along through the process. So by the time it's out there, it's our baby, you know? That's, yeah, that's beautiful. So. I mean, a lot of times, I mean, obviously these are a four... four PSW is a for-profit company, and it darn well should be. And so there is this number, there's this bottom line, you know, annual revenue, projected revenue, that can't be ignored. And at the same time, it it, it tends to drive the ship a little bit, right? You know, the, the ideas of builder-grade, developer-driven are, you know, the associations with those terms is a symptom of what's really driving the ship here. Um, and, it's, and, and a lot of times you see that's sort of the lowest common denominator driving that. But um, I, I always say I'm very thankful that our division president in Austin, who's our, really our first division president here, um, is an architect. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> so, Who is that? Well, Ross. He's trained as an architect. So that's it's a that's great awesome. thing because he, he, he sees things and, and um, helps us push certain things to the finish line that a lot of builders would say, there's no way we can do that. Yeah. And he helps push that forward. And that's, and that's awesome. helped all of our markets push that forward. And, um, but in Dallas as well and in, in Seattle as well. So that's exciting. And I think having going back to having those those parts in-house, what's what we really appreciate is we're like tied in with a purchasing team. It's a real big function on, on many home builders. And we get to sit with them at the table and say, all right, well, what is this? What's the cost on this project right now? And I really want this to have, you know, some steel awnings or I really want to get some metal roofs in here. What, what can we, where, it's all where's, about balancing. where's the trade-off, yeah. where's the balance? And, and having all those pieces in-house instead of paying someone for that service or, you know, subcontracting that out. Like, when, when you're at the same table, you kind of all have a united goal to get the best the best product and, and at the right cost. So mm -hmm. we're able to work through that. Yeah, it's so important. It's interesting. So designing how to talk to your, design encompasses so much. How to talk to sales, which, which piece to bring in-house. Yeah, it's fascinating. So I actually need to go to do a session. Yeah. Um, thank you guys so much. Yeah, I'd like you. to offer you one final comment. If you have anything to say, any uh, well, shout as out it, to you your know, mom. <laughs> just real, real briefly, as 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 it relates to kind of the work you do and 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 where we're trying to push sustainability, the biggest sort of eye opener for us was when we started building in Seattle and seeing how a lot of the stuff we do in Central Texas is sort of three-star work that they do in Seattle and where we really need to get to as a company to be who we say we are is like that's that's the next step and that's something I think we're all excited about taking our next step. That's the baseline in Seattle so it's Absolutely. like it's exciting to have that you know as a part of our company to push ourselves yeah. to be more and better. Well said. Yeah I was just in Seattle for the Passive House Conference and walking the streets oh. and being who I am of course I'm like, like this is looking good you know and I, and I felt that like I wish I could walk around Austin and say this is looking good rather than oh my goodness this is looking like the 1980s you know 
Yeah. That's well said, you guys. Okay, thank Appreciate you very much again for taking the time. Thanks. And we'd also like to thank TXA for making this happen, and of course our sponsor, Bowtex.